Cause I know that you feel me somehow You're the closest to heaven Next up, we have House Bill 841 by Representative Raider, uh, Airman Muhammad, Sammy Haytham, Memorial Way. Thank you so much, uh, Madam Chair. I know we usually don't allow props, but thank you for us uh, allowing me to use a prop today. Members, uh, this bill uh, is for Airman Muhammad Mo Sammy Haytham. Uh, he was from my district. He was from St. Petersburg, Florida. He was just 19 years old when he ran to danger. This is Representative Michelle Rayner. Uh, I talked about her as being the uh, Democrat who voted for and actually was one of the sponsors of the HB1. Uh, haven't had a lot of opportunity in the past to find common cause or agreement with her, but uh, she's filed at least two bills this year. Again, the one that I super support and this one, of course, renaming a portion of the portions of the Gandhi Bridge that runs between St. Pete and Tampa, between McDill Air Force Base, basically, and St. And, um, Petersburg, in honor of Mohatham, the airman who was one of the three uh, killed in the attack on NES Pensacola just over four years ago. Many of you may have heard uh, what happened at the Naval Air Station in uh, Pensacola. And I know Representative Andrade um, represents this area as well. There was a killer that came onto the base, and instead of running away from danger, Mo decided to run to danger. And he did so to protect the lives of the people on the base. And right before he died, he was able to tell the deputies where the killer was so he could they so the killer could be apprehended. Mo was a patriot, was a true hero. Absolutely. And uh, I just want to prepare you. This is um, this is pretty emotional stuff. But his mother, Evelyn Brady, was there. And I just want to let her talk a little bit. Uh, Madam Chair, <clears throat> Representative Rayner, um, members of the committee, thank you for allowing me to speak today on behalf of my son. Um, <clears throat> Muhammad was um, not born. He's not a native of Florida. He was actually born in um, New Orleans, Louisiana, um, December 16th, 1999. Um, killed in action December 6th, um, 2019, 10 days prior to his 20th birthday. Um, I just wanted to... Muhammad is a true hero. I just wanted to read to you. Um, he was posthumously awarded the uh, Navy and Marine Corps medal, which is the highest non-combat medal um, that a member can receive um, for heroism while serving as a Navy aviation student. I'm sorry. Assigned to Naval Aviation School's command at Naval Air Station, Pensacola, Florida. I just can't, can't even imagine. Incredible kudos to her for being able to get through this. On the morning of December 6, 2019, a foreign military officer undergoing aviation training at the base entered Building 633 with a handgun and opened fire. <sighs> Aware that an active shooter was at large, Petty Officer Hatham entered the building unarmed and with complete disregard for his own safety, attempted to defuse the situation. He located, slowly approached, and confronted the gunman 
while speaking with the shooter, Petty Officer Hatham displayed his hands to show no outward uh, signs of aggression. But the gunman fired anyway and killed him instantly. Petty Officer Hatham's action distracted the gunman temporarily, allowing critical time for others to reach safety and law enforcement to arrive and neutralize the threat. By his courageous and selfless actions at the great risk of his own life, Elsa Hayford reflects great credit upon himself and upheld the highest traditions of United States Navy service. And then... Um... She was still, you know, struggling to keep it together, pretty understandably so. Uh, would go on to explain why this particular bridge is the appropriate place to be renamed for him. I'll let you hear that in just a second. Meanwhile, Jake has got our traffic on the fives. Uh, Mobile Highway getting by Beulah Elementary School is a little slow in both directions from the school zone there, as well as the school zone in front of Gulf Breeze High School, Go Dolphins. Other than that, I don't see anything out there. Highway 98 is looking good. Highway 90 out of uh, uh, Milton and Pace is good. And uh, if you're coming out of Cantonment this morning, no accidents on your route. If you do see anything out there, let me know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker, Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Back to Evelyn Brady, the mother of Airman Mohatham, who died in the NES Pensacola attack, of course. Uh, talking about the bill to rename the Gandhi Bridge running from St. Petersburg to Tampa in honor of her deceased son. Muhammad came to Florida and um, after I retired. I'm the United States Navy retired after 20 years of service. We came to um, Florida in 2008 where this became his home of record. Um, after the incident, Muhammad was, um, they flew Muhammad home. He landed at McDill Air Force Base. Um, McDill Air Force Base, we um, took him from McDill to his home, back to his home of record, which is in St. Petersburg, Florida. The Gandhi Bridge is a bridge that joins, that ties his military to his home of record. So that's the meaning behind why the Gandhi Bridge. So, um, your support of this bill is greatly appreciated. Um, thank you for your time. Ms. Brady, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your service. Thank you for instilling in your son that sense of service. And thank you for bringing his story and his memory to us. Now, as part of that hearing, um, just kind of an odd little quirk of things is that Alex Andrade, who, of course, is the representative representing the NAS Pensacola as part of his district, um, and we just talked with him a little while ago. He was on the committee, even though that wasn't a bill that was, you know, he wasn't the chair of that committee. He is the chair of the next committee that's going to go to. And um, he hadn't known in advance that even this was the subject of the bill. And he was reacting to it, which I think we all were. When I was watching this, I was crying and he was crying. Representative Andrade, you recognize the debate. Thank you, Chair. Miss Brady. You don't, you don't know me, I don't believe we've ever met, but I have grieved for you, I have prayed for you, and I will never forget your son's name. I want to let you all know that Captain Kinsella was actually here in town today, and if I had looked at what the name that Representative Rayner was going to be honoring today, I would have made sure he was here in this room. He wanted to tell me that he loves you guys. He 
is praying for you guys, and he is here in spirit. He'll be cheering on this bill. Thank you, Representative Reyna. Um, there were three young men who died that day, but Mo was the only one from Florida. He was the youngest at 19, and I could not be prouder to be voting on this. And still, just I think about that being, you know, just 10 days before his birthday, would have been 20, you know, would have been now 24. Fiona McFarland's the chair of the committee, and she served as well. Ms. Brady, your son uh, was with a classmate of mine from the Naval Academy that day. Um, he's a hero. He's a legend. Um, eternal father, strong to save. And is his name marks Gandy Bridge. I'm so glad this sailor is overlooking the water. Fair winds and following seas, Mo. Mm. And uh, Representative Rayner closed on the bill just asking for support, which, of course, unanimous approval, obviously. Members. Mo exhibited exceptional heroism and bravery in the face of evil. And I think the least that we can do today is make sure his memory is honored. So I would ask for your favorable support. Which, of course, they gave. 720 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. You know, one of the... Something that I appreciate about being able to do this show is... You know, if I were if I were doing this kind of thing on TV, it wouldn't be able to spend so much time with a subject like that. Um, it's just it does, the format doesn't allow it. But doing a radio show, I can. I can share it with you so that we as a whole community can participate in something like this and at least acknowledge that it's happening and um, remember and honor, which is the appropriate thing to do. So thank you for letting me share that with you because, um, I, you know, for me it was meaningful and I... I certainly hope it was for you as well. 721 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Hey, Dave Ramsey here. For almost a decade, I've been telling you about my friends at Frontier Motors in Pensacola. The biggest reason is they help my listeners save thousands of dollars when purchasing a slightly used car over a brand new one. Consumer Reports says the average new car depreciates a whopping $9,200 in the first year alone. That's crazy. So if you're thinking new, don't. Go see Frontier Motors and see how much they can save you on a current year car with very low miles. And if your goal is to get out of debt, bring Frontier Motors your car and they can write you a check on the spot. Frontier Motors can also do consignments and they don't charge a fee or a commission. Frontier Motors have been helping the people in the Pensacola area for 21 years. They are the go-to dealer for free advice when it comes to buying or selling a car. Please go see my friends at Frontier Motors. And don't forget to tell them Dave Ramsey sent you. Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. I want to thank all of our listeners who tune into our daily Strength for Life segments here in Pensacola and across the country. Thank you for your emails. Thank you for your thoughtful feedback. Thank you for humbly letting God strengthen you through the principles of His Word and the power of His Spirit. If you're interested in more Strength for Life, please check out our YouTube channel. Our radio segments are only 60 seconds in length, but our YouTube video segments provide four to five minute videos of practical Bible content on topics such as overcoming jealousy, how to strengthen your marriage, 
and much more. Find our YouTube channel by searching Strength for Life Pensacola and be sure to subscribe. We produce fresh video content each week, which is certain to strengthen your walk with God and strengthen your relationship with others. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. Advertising, marketing, digital marketing? These are words you hear a lot about. But what exactly do they mean? How do you get started? Where do you get started? Well, you can start by tuning in to the Pensacola Expert Panel, Monday morning at 1030. Join me, Tasca King, I'll show you how to navigate the changing and fast-growing landscape of digital advertising. Monday morning at 10.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Sarah is 64 and loves to garden. Recently, her health insurance ran out, leaving her worried about more than just weeds. She called the Elder Helpline and spoke with a volunteer shine counselor about her options. There, she received free, unbiased counseling on health insurance for those on Medicare. For more information or to volunteer, call 1-800-963-5337 or go to floridashine.org. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. The Milton Mardi Gras Parade is Saturday night, rolling at 5 o'clock from Milton High School. Catch the beads, then join in the after party with food trucks, kids' activities, live music, and more. See crewofairshippirates.com. The third annual Pensacola Pot de Gras event downtown on Garden Street is Sunday from 11 to 4, a day filled with lots of paws and family fun. Visit pensacola.com for more. Submit your events at newsradio923.com. Get news at the top and bottom of every hour with WEAR TV, our local news team, and Fox News on News Radio Pensacola. Hey, look, kids, there's Big Ben and there's Parliament. Good morning, 725 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I uh, got a text. Somebody said, uh, thank you so much for sharing this with us. It's heartbreakingly beautiful, and I, I, I agree. I agree. You know, um, crying about important things is just, it's one of the most human things we do. And, um, yeah. Jake has got our traffic on the fives. Jake? Well, we're not seeing any major accidents or slowdowns around town. Uh, A little bit slow getting by Beulah Elementary School on Mobile Highway from the school zone there. Also, Gulf Breeze High School uh, on Highway 98 in both directions there, but really not bad slowdowns. We're getting a break this morning with the visibility. Uh, It's not really nasty out there, so we're getting a break there. So just... uh, uh, later on this weekend, we might have some bad storms, but right now it's looking good. If you see anything out there, let me know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Oh, somebody texted us in, also said that the um, uh, the ad for the Milton Mardi Gras Parade has got the wrong date on it. So uh, that's Sunday now. It's not on Saturday. It is on Sunday. So thank you for noticing. I'm sorry we got that one wrong. Uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines this morning. David? Testimonies expected to continue today in the trial of Jennifer Crumbly. That's the mother of the 2021 Oxford, Michigan high school shooter. Uh, Four people were killed and seven injured in that shooting. Uh, Jennifer and her husband are being charged in in connection with the shooting for allegedly buying their son the gun, despite knowing he had mental health issues. 
Online streaming service Twitch is dropping a new revenue cap reduction plan after streamers complained under those new rules. Streamers will now receive a 70-30 revenue split regardless of how much money they make. Uh, This ends a planned and controversial change that would have reduced that split to 50-50 after they had made $100,000. And I'm still shocked that people are making $100,000 streaming video games. Oh, be not surprised. The top streamers on Twitch are mega famous people that you've never heard of if you're not in the gaming community. Uh, it's just one of these things like people will pay top dollar. I mean, think about the money people spend, not so much on buying the video games, but in buying all of the add-in components of skins and weapons and upgrades and premium items. There's massive amounts of money in video gaming. And people watch these folks play. And um, it's, I mean... Some of these, I, I, I'm going to make up numbers, but I think some of these Twitch streamers have, you know, tens of millions of followers. It's, it's oh, amazing. Yeah. I would it's believe amazing. It. I feel like I went wrong somewhere when I was told, hey, you know, put down the controller and go <laughs> focus on doing something that'll make you better. Like, I should have, I should have kept gaming. Can I, can I tell you just an odd little story? My, my son had shown me a, um, a video of a, now the Bradley wasn't being, you know, operated by U.S. forces, obviously in Ukraine. But it was a Bradley, which is, of course, light armor, right? I mean, it's not a tank. Um, it's operating against a Russian front mainline battle tank. Okay. And the Bradley destroys the main battle tank, the Russian main battle tank. And he showed me the video, and it's pretty vivid stuff. And he says, my son's all into the you know uh, historic gaming with military stuff. He says, the guy who was the driver, uh, who was the um, the driver of the Bradley in real life says he learned from gaming what the vulnerable places of the Russian main battle tank were, targeted his fire on those spots, just like you do in the game. Absolutely. Because the games are that realistic now, and that's how he learned how to take out the battle tank is by playing the game. I think it was World of Tanks is what he was playing. So We know back around uh, 2008, when I was still in the Army, they had just started training... uh, with uh, with video games for uh, like doing room clearing and things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still you still did real training as well, but they had uh, simulation devices that they were they were yep. setting up at yeah. that point where you could, you know, get people in and uh, you know get more realistic situations and that type of thing. I can only imagine, you know, that was two thousand eight, so right. I, I can only right. imagine how much better their simulations are now than they were then. Well, and yeah, I mean, for all kinds of things, police are using that same kind of technology for you know shoot don't shoot kind of drills. But I, I even think of like the, um, the, the these these video games draw in the most avid real life users of you know military equipment because these are the places where people will break clearance by disclosing classified documents in order to prove that they're right about how this one little aspect of the F sixteen isn't quite realistic enough. <laughs> that's, right. that's the level of realism on these things and that's the level of commitment that the folks who play them uh, really have uh, thanks so much for the update Dave it's 7.30 here on News Radio 92.3 joining us just a minute we're going to talk about uh, all kinds of pop culture this, God, there's so much stuff to talk about with Kate Meehan our pop culture editor uh, we'll talk about the Barbie snub we'll talk about John Stewart Sophia Vergara doesn't want to have kids that's why she got a divorce by the way um, and other matters coming up next also again thank you for letting us know the uh, the ad was wrong the Milton Mardi Gras parade is going to be on Sunday not on Saturday that's due to weather and we are in a apparently a two zone a two zone i think for tomorrow so one out of five and so just again be prepared and take your precautions and you know bring in the lawn chairs from outside basically fox news
News. I'm CJ Papa. The U.N.'s highest court has not ordered Israel to cease its attacks, but to take actions to ensure its soldiers and citizens adhere to the Genocide Convention. Uh, Joan Donahue is the president of the court. Senior United Nations officials have repeatedly called attention to the risk of further deterioration of conditions in the Gaza Strip. Israel has dismissed accusations of genocide. Texas Governor Greg Abbott and President Biden squabbling over fencing in a park in Eagle Pass. Montana Governor Greg Gianforte backs Abbott. The Biden administration is now instructing Customs and Border Patrol to remove barriers at the southern border. They should be working with Texas. The Republican on the bottom line, Texas has no plans to reopen Shelby Park today. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731. It's News Radio 92.3. I am David Wayne. Right now, 62 degrees. It is cloudy again today in Pensacola. Some Santa Rosa County residents uh, taking a bit of a victory lap this week. The plans for that consolidated water utility in the northern part of Santa Rosa County has now been scrapped. Citizens, this is what we did this past week. We stood up for our rights. We did not allow rights to be taken away. And anything that will be done will be given at the county level to handle it. Sherry Chapman addressed the Santa Rosa County Board of Commissioners yesterday. And this week, Senator Doug Broxson and Representatives Alex Andrade and Joel Rudman pulled the bill that would have required the nine utilities to consolidate to create the North Santa Rosa County Regional Utility Authority. Local health experts say the dangers of young people experimenting with vapes and e-cigarettes are very real. Dr. Charles Shutt with Ascension Sacred Heart tells Channel 3 what he has personally seen. Something that I'm very concerned about is, you know, all these new vapes that you see that, you know, teenagers have and stuff. These are, I've had young patients that are vaping who have strokes. And the FDA says in 2023, more than one in four youth were using e-cigarettes on a daily basis. A bill moving through the Florida legislature seeking to rename a portion of the roadway after one of the three Navy sailors killed in the NAS Pensacola shooting in 2019. Airman Mo Haithgum grew up in St. Petersburg. A portion of the Gandy Bridge connecting St. Pete and Tampa would be designated Airman Mo Haitham Memorial Way. There were three young men who died that day, but Mo was the only one from Florida. He was the youngest at 19. And I could not be prouder to be voting on this. An emotional representative, Alex Andrade, yesterday. The bill passed the House Transportation Subcommittee. It's sponsored by the Pinella, by Pinellas representative Michelle Rayner. A University of Central Florida student has been accused of threatening Jewish students on campus. UCF police say 21-year-old Saif Asi directed death threats at the three students this week as they were planting small Israeli flags in the ground. Those flags were meant to represent the victims killed by Hamas since October 7th. Police say Asi told the students he was going to kill them. He's now charged with intimidation and making threats to a person wearing a religious item. And, uh, well, you may have received an Amber Alert on your phone yesterday. FDLE issued that alert for five-year-old Tilly Williams and her one-year-old sister Natalia. Those kids 
are from Lake County, and officials say the kids were kidnapped from their foster home in Sorrento by their biological mother, Dixie Williams. That woman would be driving a silver mid-sized SUV with no tags on it. Right now, there are photos of the kids and the suspect available online at fdle.state.fl.us. And if you see them, contact law enforcement. It's 735 at News Radio 92.3. Jake's got a look at our traffic on the fives. Boom. I mean, right at right at 735.00. How do you do it, sir? How do you do it? Just luck. It's all luck. I'm telling, telling you. you. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, well, it's looking good out there on the roadways. The visibility is really good. I actually saw the sun come up for just a, a couple seconds there, kind of poked out of some clouds. Uh, on the roadways, Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. Highway 90 out of Milton through Pace this morning is accident-free. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. We're looking good out there, so uh, just uh, keep it up. Happy Friday, everybody. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. We are going to be seeing scattered showers and thunderstorms throughout the late morning and afternoon. Temperatures warming up near 70 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 60 degrees. High rain chance does continue as you go into your your Saturday. Temperatures warming up into the 70s once again. Overnight Saturday night, temperatures dropping back into the 50s. For Sunday, sunshine will start to return. We will have dry conditions with a high near 57. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now we've got 62 degrees in Pensacola, 61 in Gulf Breeze, and 61 in Milton. Our next news at 8 o'clock. We have breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3, informative Local, dependable. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Oil prices have gained about 3% to settle at their highest price since December. Brent crude jumped to 82.43 per barrel. West Texas Intermediate spiked to 77.36. This comes after the U.S. economic data showed faster than expected growth in the last quarter. And as tensions in the Red Sea continue to get disrupted as the Houthi rebels disrupt global trade. Denim giant Levi Strauss and Company have dis- announced it will be slashing its global workforce by 10 to 15 percent in the first half of 2024. This will be part of a two-year restructuring plan that seeks to cut costs and simplify operations. Levi says the arrangement is expected to generate net cost savings of $100 million in the current fiscal year. Futures are slightly lower. The Dow Industrials were up 242 and reached a record high yesterday. The Nasdaq up 28. That's your money now. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like CMEX Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. Hey, this is Dr. Ben McMillan. I do a show on the Pensacola Expert Panel. We talk about your health problems. Let me educate you about the Activator Method of Adjusting, which offers a safe and effective alternative to traditional manual adjustments. So whether you've been hurt in a car accident or been suffering from back or neck pain, chiropractic care could be your solution and not just a temporary fix. Join me this morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. News Radio Pensacola. 
your home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. Start your mornings off with the award-winning Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. Followed by the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jake. Then, get informed and laugh from 11 till 2 with Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. Followed by the Guy Benson Show. Your afternoon drive is anchored by Pensacola Right Now with Joe and Austin. Followed by Dave Ramsey. It's News Radio Pensacola. Heard on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Oh, that's the upbeat version. That's a little different pace. So, uh, good morning. I'm Andrew McKay at 739 here on News Radio 92.3. Kate Meehan is our pop culture editor at DailyBoom.net. Kate, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. So, that's a little faster version than the one that we saw online where uh, former Secretary of State and former First Lady Hillary Clinton was offered the chance to show that she's able to dance the Macarena, and how did she do? Well, you know, it's probably the most basic dance, and some people just cannot dance, period. (laughs) It's, um, you know, when you get asked to do a dance that everybody knows, and either you don't know it or you can't do it, that's the time where you're like, no, sir. No, sir. Because <laughs> it was so awkward. It was the weirdest, most cringy thing that I've seen this week, I think, for sure. That's the part where you have, like, your knees out or something. You know? <laughs> my knee's really oh, bothering doctor me. Doctor says so I, my I hip. better not. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, my hip, exactly. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> well, it was a small thing, but it sure was an entertaining thing. Um, other things that are going yeah. on. John Stewart's coming back to The Daily Show. Finally. Thank God. He is. Yes, finally, thank God, because, you know, if you remember the heyday of The Daily Show when we all watched it, it was because of him. Right. So it just shows you, you know, most, a lot of times people return to their main gigs that brought them to prominence or, you know, they they come back to, to, they come home and that's basically what he's doing. And I don't think anybody's unhappy about it. Well, he's going to produce also, right? He's going to be on air, right, and produce all of the all of the above kind of thing. Is that right? Yeah, and you know what? There were rumors that Chelsea Handler was hoping that she would get the gig, and, she, and there were some rumblings that it might actually go to her. So the fact that it went to him instead is apparently not sitting well with Miss Handler. So well, that's you know, okay. She was always angry to begin with. Something. Right. <laughs> Prepare yourself because something's coming. And, and can I say, as a as a a fan of his and not of hers, good. Because <laughs> you know, I'm not looking yeah. forward to that. There were a couple of the fill-in hosts who were quite good, uh, but I mean, nobody's John Stewart, so that's that's going to be fantastic. Right. Um, speaking of uh, upset females, uh, Margot Robbie and um, uh, Greta Gerwig, the director and star of the Barbie movie, got snubbed by the Academy. But the way I understand it is. It's more of like a procedural thing of who's on which committee. It's not just this end result was obviously wrong. How couldn't they get this right in the first place kind of thing? Is that right? Look, <laughs> it's a movie about a it's a movie about a freaking doll, okay? It made more money than everybody and everything aside from Taylor Swift in the last year. Right. It everybody has seen it, it will it will play forever and ever and ever amen because of all the the young girls coming up 
you know, that are obsessed with Barbie, they'll eventually be old enough to want to see the real deal movie. This thing isn't going anywhere. And is it really Oscar worthy when you look at the things that are actually in contention? You know, how often does the fluff piece, because that's really what it is. It may have a really cool message beneath it, not to take away from that, but like, you know, come on. And also with Greta, only so many female directors and producers ever make it into Oscar contention. And it's usually only one. Right. And that one has a much more, um, a much, a, a movie with much more depth and much more to sink your teeth into. So if they were only going to pick one and historically they do only choose one, they chose the right one. Wow. But still, you just as a fan, and and you, and I'm just gonna wow. But no, but it, in terms of saving movies, obviously Oppenheimer and Barbie did had that effect on the you know the return of the theaters and all that. But it's just kind of mm-hmm. as fans of movies, yeah, it was a lighter yeah. movie compared to the typical Best Picture winner. But yeah. you know, it's still it wouldn't. It's, I like what Ryan Gosling had to say. It wouldn't have been that movie without Margot. It wouldn't have been that movie without Greta. And uh, you know, so. You just look at the bare bones bottom but line. But we're going to go. Yeah. But, but that is true. That is true. It would never have been remotely the same without those two in those positions. But if we're going to take the procedural route, well, procedurally speaking, only one woman was going to really be in solid contention, and Greta was going to be the number two choice. Which is sad. Which is sad. I mean, it just yeah, uh, yeah. It's and, sad. and and if you if you know that it's it. yeah, I mean, if you know it's second, well, you know, get rid of one of the men, <laughs> not because she's a woman, but because it was such a great movie. Uh, honestly, yeah. We, we, weird story. Yeah, that, we, weird story that I don't think is surprising to anybody is Samantha Fox got in the news, um, arrested for <laughs> drunkenness. No way! Come on, on a plane. I can't believe that of her. I have never seen Sammy sober. Truly. <laughs> In person. There you go. I, I laughed. So that would have been the story. Samantha I, Fox arrested for sobriety. I wonder, what, I wonder what took so long. Yeah. That's that was my reaction. I can't believe it took so long and I can't believe she was thrown off a plane. Like this girl this girl this woman, older woman at that fifty plus, right? Drinks almost sixty, I think, and like has been throwing them back forever so she can hold her weight in booze, you know, because her body is, is now so accustomed. So to be that bad, wow. <laughs> 57, by the way. I looked it up real quick. Uh, last one, I think, is uh, we've got Ed O'Neill. and Or no, not, let's not do that one because I like the, the Sofia Vergara story is more interesting to me. She got a divorce, we all know, but apparently because she didn't want to have kids again. She already had one, and she didn't want to be what she called an old mom. She was getting into grandmother phase. Well, you know what? I mean, honestly, can you blame her? You know, anybody with kids, and she does, she was, I think, a teen mom, or she had her son by the time she was 20. I think she was a teen mom, though. So, like, she's already raised one, and once you raised one into adulthood and into independence, the idea of starting completely over you've got to really, really want to do that. And I think most people are more inclined to be like, no thanks. Like, I'll wait a couple of years and bring on the grandkids. I think it's a very normal reaction because, yeah, if you are a good parent, you are so in those trenches and so invested that by the time your kid is out the door and finding their way into adulthood, you get to take a little bit of your own life back, and it feels good to do that. 
So to want to go right back to square one, I don't think a lot of people willingly would choose that. And I think the other weird thing about it is, you know, getting married later in life and it turns out he wants kids, but she doesn't want more kids. Um, I mean, those are conversations you have before, you know, yeah. and that's that's deal breaker yeah. stuff if you can't agree about whether you want to have kids or not. So I was kind of surprised about that, too. Yeah. Well, I, I hate to say it, but this is probably going to be the last time that we have you on the air because you've got a gig. We t- we, I mentioned it before the, in December, but this is now actually pushes come to shove because uh, it looks like you're going to be starting yeah. really soon. And this is probably our last time yeah. talking to you on the air on Friday mornings. I mean, it sounds like it's really possibly going to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You, we, you and I have but been it's doing radio, so who knows? Well, that's true. It's radio. You never know. Never say never. Um, I mean, you and I have been talking no. since the days back when I worked at Talk Radio Network in Oregon. I mean, it's just been a. It's. Mm-hmm. I've known you a long time, and uh, I just want to say, long time. I, I appreciate you. I love you dearly, and uh, I will miss talking to you in the mornings. And I know our folks will as well. But uh, Kate, best of luck in the morning show, doing the thing that you you know, did originally, uh, hosting music radio. But yeah. uh, thank you so much for being on here all these years and helping us get through the nonsense that is, uh, you know, all the pop culture stuff. <laughs> Love you dearly. Oh, you're the best. Uh, 747 on News Radio oh. 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. Gulf Coast businesses are set to lose over $10 million this month. I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your Cybersecurity Tip of the Month. W-2s and 1099s are being sent out, and scammers are posing as both employees and employers to collect Social Security and bank account information. Be wary of requests asking to change address or bank information through email alone. Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Visit datarevs.com for more information. If you're thinking about selling or buying a home, especially if you're thinking about buying for the first time, I know that's kind of a overwhelming decision it can feel like. And especially, I mean, sometimes, okay, not everybody, but sometimes it might be that one of you wants to buy and one of you isn't so excited about that prospect yet or don't feel like you understand it. And so there can be conflict in the relationship. And listen, I don't know if this will solve things for you, but it might. Call Christina Leavenworth and say, hey, here's what's going on. You know, my uh, my wife wants to buy a home. I'm not too sure if we can afford it. I'm not sure if this is the right time or not. Can you just come talk to us and give us your perspective? And she will. And she'll help you ask the right questions and figure out what's the right price range and what you could really afford and where and what that would mean and what the payments are and if it's better or not than your current situation. And she'll tell you if, if renting is better for you, she'll tell you that. She's told people that before. And if not, she'll, you know, hey, maybe this makes sense. And then the point is you get information, maybe you can get on the same page. And then maybe you can make a decision that you both are in agreement about. So... Get good information from somebody who sold 175 homes last year and loves meeting new people. Christina Leavenworth and her team at Levin Rinky Realty, 723-9158. Picture this, a romantic range date at Santa Rosa Shooting Center with the latest and greatest firearms from Jim's Firearms. From tactical accessories to concealed carry purses and classes, Jim's Firearms has everything you need to make this Valentine's Day truly explosive. Purchase any firearm until Valentine's Day at Jim's Firearms and you'll receive a complimentary range day from Santa Rosa Shooting Center. Share the thrill and make memories that will last a lifetime. Visit Jim's Firearms today, located at the corner of Serena Road and Blue Angel Parkway and online at jimsfirearms.net. Hi, it's Bess Marks with Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor. I want to read a little letter that I got from a wonderful friend, and she said, oh, my gosh, wow, Bess, you and the Lazy Boy design team, you nailed it. 
We love it. We just can't believe it's ours. And that's what we call a standing ovation for our design team. Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor, Mobile, Pensacola, and Spanish Fort. Just like a picture out of a magazine. Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. Mornings before pep talk on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I don't believe this was a fair test of my command abilities. And why not? Because there was no way to win. A no-win situation is a possibility every commander may face. Has that never occurred to you? All right, Jake, we're going to find out now whether you are or are not a Star Trek fan. Oh, okay. What's the name of the ship in the simulation in Star Trek 2? The no-win situation. Oh, I don't... Not a fan. Not a fan. You're out. You're out. You're off the list. Kobayashi Maru. Oh, how could I not remember Kobayashi (laughs) Maru? I'm sorry. Um, Yeah. This list you say I'm off of, I was never on this list. This... Here, here's what's happening right now. Uh, among the listeners, the probably the vast majority are like, Andrew, you're a nerd. And then there are my people, my people who are like, everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah, see you at Pensacon. 751 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Oh, did you um did you happen to hear, uh, hear the uh, completely... Lucid and persuasive speech by Joe Biden yesterday in uh, Superior, <laughs> Wisconsin. Did you happen to catch any of this? Oh, yeah. He was talking to the auto workers and trying to persuade them. And it was at a, I guess, a brewery. And I <laughs> all I can do is say, here you go. By the way, used to make beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer in this refinery. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's going What was that, Uncle Jeff? They use they you know they use the term word salad when people don't say anything. I don't know what the term is for when they don't even use words. But um, wow, wow! And he's reading. It's, he's reading from the teleprompter. It's, it's okay? called mumble stew. <laughs> One more time, in case you missed it. By the way, used to make beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer in this refinery. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. <laughs> What? Who's Worth Ryder? Oh, R- R- Ruth Ryder. <laughs> Corn pop. Corn pop. <laughs> oh, Worth Ryder. Thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. Oh, I'm sorry. I just. I heard that and I thought, oh, man. This must share. 437 1620. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Scola Morning News. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David. Well, Texas continues to string miles and miles of razor wire along the southern border near Eagle Pass, despite a court order that uh, would allow federal agents to cut that razor wire. Activists uh, aren't very happy about it. We're on year three of Operation Lone Star, and so it's not surprising that some of these incredibly dangerous methods are being used. Audrey Maholland is with a group called Texas Rio Grande Public Defender. Of course, both the governor and Texas Attorney General have defended the razor wire, saying they will fight any attempts by the federal government to remove it. 
The first sailing of the world's largest cruise ship is set for this weekend. Royal Caribbean's Icon of the Seas is uh, setting out on a sold-out seven-night trip out of uh, Port Miami. The ship is 20 decks high and can accommodate apparently over 5,600 people. That's a lot of people on one boat. That is a lot of people on one boat. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. Uh, 754 on News Radio 92.3. Oh, on the Kobe Ashton Maru, somebody texted and said, Yeah, Andrew, everybody knows that, especially if you were born before 1960. Oh, that's no. If if you were born in the 70s, okay, if you're a Gen X kid, you'd, you'd of course, Jake is sort of that. He's an old millennial, right? What geriatric you, millennial. Geriatric millennial. All right, fair enough. I'll allow it. Uh, 437-1620. I, I still get a kick. I, I, and I mentioned this story earlier in the week, but it still makes me laugh every time I think about it. The editor of the New York Times, uh, sorry, the L.A. Times, the editor of the L.A. Times, actually wrote an opinion piece scolding people fleeing the state of California for their terrible policies and saying, quote, if you must leave California for Texas, Arizona, New England, or anywhere else, that's Florida, uh, don't be a person who trash talks the home of 39 million people. <laughs> What's, <laughs> more than 800,000 Cal- uh, Californians moved away. This is him writing. In 2022, and many thousands more left last year, often the departees, cash in hand from the sale of their $1 million bungalows, feel the need to express disdain for their home state and even some anger, too. To the people leaving California, may the road rise to meet you as you seek better lives in new places. Now, can you please extend some goodwill to those of us who remain? <laughs> the, the headline, commentary, if you want to leave, fine, but don't insult California on the way out. Wow. I <clears throat> Just, there you go. Okay, you know. Um, or, you know, maybe LA Times, if you could help shape public opinion about policy and maybe you could find the right targets and stop attacking the wrong targets and maybe you could educate your voters on um better ways to do things that might save california from the pit that it's fallen into then you know you wouldn't have to write an editorial to tell people to be nice to us on the way out 756 here on news radio 92.3 jake's got traffic for us jake uh all right uh, looks like uh we're looking good at around town highway 98 is flowing smoothly through gulf breeze and navarre uh, highway 90 out of milton through pace this morning no accidents reported i-10 and i-110 look like they're at posted speeds we're looking good this morning if you see anything out there slowing you down always let us know 437-1620 call or text i am jake walker with traffic on the fives thanks so much jake uh the debate about term limits continues you had a what was this Wednesday? I think it was the hearing uh, in. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Well, was it Wednesday? I think it was Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Salzman, of course, been running the bill HB fifty seven. That's term limits for county commissioners. Originally eight years, now twelve years. And also, there's an accommodation that if any charter counties have voted for eight year term limits, they will not be changed. It'll stay at eight years. What I have made the argument for is that we ought to have either a statewide referendum on the issue or a local by county by county referendum on the issue. I mean, there's no reason that. Escambia and Santa Rosa should have term limits imposed on us by the state, either through referendum or through, you know, just legislative policymaking, just like school board uh, term limits should not have been done the way they were done. Let us vote. You know, if we're going to give up candidates, which is what term limits is, then at least let us vote to give them up as opposed to having the representative uh, vote to give us give them up. So I actually side with the, the mostly county commissioners who have been showing up and saying this is a bad policy. But Michelle Salzman had a pretty passionate close on the topic. I want to let her give her argument because I thought this was actually quite interesting. We talked about people show up. The people of your community 
have a voice and they pay attention. We just said that. Everybody that's voting down on this bill said they want the local people to decide. I want to ask you, rhetorically, of course, how many thousands of emails from your local constituents have you received for this term limits bill? How many constituents are in the audience right now that are not commissioners or former commissioners screaming that we're preempting them? Stop the madness. Don't take away my vote. Nobody. I mean, maybe you have one. I don't know. I haven't received a single one. If they are so concerned, our constituents who are close to the process, close to our commissioners, if they are so concerned with us voting on term limits that they 82% agree with, then why aren't they here burning the house down? Where's the picket signs? Where's the matching T-shirts? Where are they at? They're not here. Why? Because they've already told us what they want. They sent us here to deliver their messages. We all know they want term limits, and that's what this bill does. So it's an interesting argument. Okay, it's an interesting argument. Uh, there's also the element of whether people locally pay enough attention to the county and city government, particularly county government, to even be competent about voting on these things. I mean, I understand that's an issue. <laughs> I do understand that's an issue. But my basic position is don't tell people they can't vote for somebody. Let them vote. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.